Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Inclusive Class Podcast. Through interviews and discussions, it's our goal to explore the promise and practice of inclusive education. I'm Nicole Erdix, and I'm one of your hosts for the show. I'm a parent, inclusion teacher, and creator of the online resource, theinclusiveclass.com. And joining me here on the Inclusive Class this morning is my co-host, Terry Morrow. Hi, Terry. Good morning, Nicole, and welcome to all our listeners. I am Terry Morrow. I'm the author of 50 Ways to Support Your Child's Special Education, and I write about special needs for about.com at specialchildren.about.com. I'd like to mention to anybody out there listening to us live that we are not taking phone calls, but the chat room will be open. If you'd like to stop in and suggest a question, I'll try to work it in if we have time. Um, winding down towards the end of the school year, or the for this year, <laughs> are mm-hmm. we? You too, Nicole. Um, yeah. And uh, we have one more week of college for my kids. Our, our first semester in our little experiment on college inclusion with my son will be coming yeah. to an end, and we'll see how we did. Uh, it's stressful in college because you don't really get any indications as to whether they're doing well or not until it's over, <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. the money is spent, and the grade comes in, <laughs> and then you move on. So, uh, so far, it looks like we'll do okay and uh, a week from well a week from now they'll be done and then a day or two later the grades trickle in so we've got our fingers crossed that we'll make it through this last little minefield of finals and final projects and uh, come out the other side ready for a new semester in January but uh, how are you dealing with the uh, end of the uh, beginning of the holidays I guess I should say I'm completely relieved and <laughs> excited that open, I have isn't it? <laughs> I'm looking forward to no homework as much as yeah. they are. <laughs> Seriously, I was going to say I am looking forward to three weeks of homework-free evenings where I don't cause, because I feel the stress of it too. I, oh, you know, yes. my child comes home with homework, and I'm thinking, okay, we have to have dinner, and then we have to sit down and do the homework, and then we have to <laughs> make sure that you know she's ready for bed. And uh, oh, it's yes. endless, right? Because you're <laughs> yes. you're you're helping manage your child's. Um, life in that sense so yeah it's kind of it's a holiday for me too yeah when my kids were little it was always a worry of oh my gosh what am I going to do with them for that all that time I I wish school would start up again and then as they get old enough to really have a lot of work it's like oh thank god Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) how long can the holiday be can it be a little longer really and we have three weeks in our district well that's a a lot it's a long time but that is a lot we have that for college but not for the other schools yeah, yeah, no, but I, like you said, as they've gotten older, I've learned to enjoy it more because we've just <laughs> been, you know, on our own schedule and yes. not worrying about waking up and all those other wonderful things. But anyway, <laughs> and on that note, speaking of yes. uh, holidays and vacations, I just wanted to quickly mention that this is actually our last live podcast for the year until the new year begins because our show is also going on a holiday for Ooh. the next couple of weeks. <laughs> so we get to sleep in on Fridays then. Yeah, we do. Well, <laughs> me in particular, because I'm the one that wakes up at 5.30 a.m., Terry. That's true. <laughs> so I'm hey, looking 8.30 to is tough for me. Come on. <laughs> so we will return on January 4th, 2013. However, to take us out on a high note Absolutely. today, we have two very wonderful... Notable.
incredible guests with us today to tell us their story of advocacy and their journey towards inclusive education. I am so thrilled to welcome Lori Hunt and her son, Henry Frost, to the show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We are well, thank you, and so thankful that you're able to join us this morning because your story is so inspiring and uh, just a great way to end the the year and, um, and talk about some of the experiences that you've had recently. Oh, thank you. We're, we're um, thrilled to be here, and, and I think I mentioned, but just for the listeners, um, that, that Henry's, um, Henry's hearing impaired as well, so it, it is um, a little challenging for him to do the phone interview, but he's answered the questions um, in advance, and so, yeah. um, but he's excited, very excited, and we're both really honored that you wanted to talk to us. Well, let's get started then. Let's okay. just dive into it and get going. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> Lori, can you tell us, just give us a general, um, uh, you know, sort of overview or explanation as to why you feel inclusive education is important for all children? Sure, sure. Well, um, inclusive education is important because Students with disabilities are first and foremost people, and mm-hmm. we don't think that segregating anyone based on disability labels or any label really is beneficial for anyone. And and students with disabilities want have the same desires and wants that students without disabilities do: have mm-hmm. a meaningful education, be part of their school environment, have friends to belong, and it, it's just a really simple, you know, basic need and mm-hmm. um we've also seen the um the benefits inclusion benefits not only students with disabilities but students without disabilities yeah. and there's over 30 years of research showing that and um i think we all do better in a diverse environment um definitely i yeah. i really um that makes me think of uh Sean Adelman's answer several weeks back uh when he pointed out that Maybe our children are segregated in school, but once they get into the real world, do they have separate uh, grocery stores and separate bookstores and separate clothing stores? No, right? No, they all belong in one. You know, they all we all go to one area, to one space. Well, that's what we an analogy we kind of use is in our family. No one is segregated based on any disability label, and we're all included in our family, and we all bring something different to the table and each of us have strengths and um but we all need different support and mm-hmm. at different times and and mm-hmm. really school shouldn't be any different than that and exactly. um so yeah now, can you give us a bit of background as to Henry in terms of you know when he was ready to enter kindergarten mm-hmm. and you I understand you have a school that's across the street from your house um, so you were fully expecting Henry to attend that school, were well, you, or how did you well, approach the school board at that you time? You mean back then? So we've actually yeah, moved since 2004 or five. So we lived in a different neighborhood then. Okay. Um, but the school was was nearby, and, and Henry's sisters attended there, um, and he'd gone to an inclusive preschool, and okay. um, so we knew the benefits of being around typical peers. And, and again, to us it was just such a given. Why wouldn't Henry be around typical 
yeah. typically developing peers. And, and at the time, they didn't offer anything like that at his our local school. Um, okay. So while we we understood the benefits of inclusion, we also understood the enormous benefits of having the right supports and services. Mm-hmm. And um, and Henry had benefit, benefited so much from that. I mean, he I think he started physical therapy at three months old, which has wow. definitely you know helped him in so many ways. And um, so we did really, really the supports and services were very important to us. So yeah. when we couldn't go to our local school because they they did have a class that was available that was in a segregated classroom, but because he'd been in this environment with other typically developing peers and, and he's in this our home life, he's always around mm-hmm. typically developing peers. There's a natural balance, you know, some um, that my friend and I helped start a charter school that um, there was already a high school and they needed an elementary school and to us um, it was for kids that had identified learning disabilities, but mm-hmm. so it almost seemed like inclusion in a way because many of the students had invisible learning disabilities, and they were um, you got a lot of therapy, but you also had this um, um, pretty typical environment we thought right and um and it went well, but then you know as as time went on, it wasn't the right environment for Henry. Um, okay, uh, and he decided that he wanted to be going to his neighborhood school, and the the supports and services weren't exactly as we had thought they would be there. Um, uh, okay, so so then, um, and at that point, you had moved to your current house, and then the school, there was a school that was within um, yeah. a, a distance that he could potentially attend, and. He, yeah, and we um just because inclusion isn't typically um isn't the norm here um mm-hmm. yet it is becoming there I think um <laughs> uh we approached the superintendent and said, you know, look this is important to our son, it's important to us um and what can we do to to make this this work? And then, as you probably know from the <laughs> I Stand with Henry campaign, it didn't work out so well. But once everyone kind of got on the same page about, okay, these are what, this is what you all want, and and once they got an IEP that was more appropriate for Henry, um, mm-hmm. I think everyone seems very excited. We're we're really, and we've been very impressed with everything thus far. I mean, Henry hasn't started yet, but they've hired an aide. They're doing all sorts of training. Um, for to make sure everyone knows about his iPad and um, right. assistive technology and also his hearing, um, his, the FM system, and uh, we met with the counselor and um, and the nurse this week, and then we go back and meet with the teachers and his aide next week, and I I think that everyone at the school seems very excited about Henry coming, and Henry certainly is very um, excited about it too. Well, and, you know, as you talk about it, it seems like it was, uh, you know, as you mentioned, that there were some challenges. But really, in real life, there were some significant challenges in the beginning for you, as I recall. And, yeah, you know, there, yeah. the initial responses from the school district were <laughs> yeah, not favorable. Yeah. And, 
and uh, and that's why you started this whole I Stand yeah. with Henry campaign, correct? You you know yes. initially the the answers that you're receiving weren't quite what you expected. So I guess Not my next all. question, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so my next question is more directed towards Henry, mm-hmm. um, and you know what I would really like to know, and I, I'm, I'm sure our listeners would too, is that um, you know Henry and I. I guess you know if it's okay, I'd like to address him, you know. Uh, directly, but yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's talking to him. (laughs) Henry, what inspired you to stand up for yourself and for others and become a self advocate for inclusion in your neighborhood school? What What made you think, you know, I can talk about this as well, and I'm going to stand up for myself too? Um, oh, Henry asked me to read what he okay um, what he had written. Um, Perfect. Um, and part of this, um, he's also written a, a a blog on for the Autistic Self Advocacy Network, and you can go mm-hmm. to their website and find a, um, kind of more about his experience and how what he why he decided to do this. But um, Henry said that he. Um, and I I could push his device, but it's a little bit hard on the phone too. It, yeah, it's no, harder no, no. To, yeah. To, I'm just yeah. going to read it. Um, yeah. But I did not know about inclusion and advocacy before my friends Tracy Thresher and Larry Bissonette. They opened the door for hopeful times of freedom. Um, and let's see, and I met Ari at the. Autism Summer Institute. I wrote to him about my school, and he understood. He helped me advocate for my rights. Um, Henry said that that meeting other self advocates that had had the courage to stand up before um, mm-hmm. really inspired him to to stand up for other kids that were um, that may not be in the place where they can do it to advocate for themselves yet. And right. um our experience with um with this has been that he just ve- felt very strongly about even if this didn't make a difference for him that yeah. it would make a difference for the next kid. There was one little girl in particular that he just kept saying this is going to help her and Aww. um um so um I think it was uh and Henry you can jump in any time but that that um that seeing other people advocate for the same things and that 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 talking to adults that had been through the same experience about being segregated made him feel like it wasn't just him that had experienced this and right. that that he was part of something bigger and this change for something bigger and I guess maybe you and I had talked a lot. I don't know where I read this or maybe we had talked about it, but he'd also, Henry, you'd also read about um, Martin Luther King, was it, and the Civil Rights Movement and... Yeah, well, and... and um, yes, and Henry's... Yeah, um, he, um, we had started last year, we got our neighbors' homework um, from the fifth grade. So Henry would have all of the same background as the other kids because he hadn't been in general education. Well, he was in general education 
classroom last year, but in a, an ESC setting. But he hadn't, just so he would have the same knowledge base going into sixth grade mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that the other kids would have. Because when you're talking about, you know, I moved in high school and you were writing about, you had to refer to the Iliad, but I hadn't read the Iliad yet. So it's right, all about right. what you've been exposed to. Mm-hmm. So we wanted him to have the same base. And our dear, kind neighbors had given us every test, every worksheet, everything that, wow. that the fifth grade had done. So Henry, start, last February, started working through what they had done. And this summer, mm-hmm. um, it was actually on his, his, his dad's birthday, August 23rd, Henry just coincidentally, and this was right around the time we were going through, I think he had the first, maybe one of the IEPs where they said no, and um, or right around that time, and it just happened to be a worksheet on Martin Luther King mm-hmm. and talking about civil rights. And he um, read this, the, and um, I can hear it in my head because it's on his video, that the worksheet said... Um, uh, the Civil Rights Act of night of oh Henry he's shaking his head of granted um, equal rights to all people and I'm a person I want these rights mm-hmm. and what's been really great to see with Henry through this experience is that first time he wrote even that time when he was typing it he wrote I would like these rights and then he X'd out of that and went back and wrote I want these rights mm-hmm. and now he's saying I have these rights. So yeah, right. it's been right. this beautiful, um, and why? And of course, why wouldn't he have these rights like anyone yeah. else? I have like the same. Um, so it was really interesting. That just happened to be that what we pulled up for that day that they'd done sometime last year, and it really it was so beautiful what he was writing. I just got out my iPhone, and at that time, I didn't understand that turning it to the side is actually not what you want to do. So some of the frames are kind of narrow. Um, <laughs> and um, But it really took off. I mean, he he just, I think it struck a chord with a lot of people that you yeah, have this yeah. kid advocating for what is such such a basic right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... It, sort of, sorry. Oh, go on. No, I, please go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to sort of, you know, segue into the fact that then that's what kicked off your... I Stand with Henry campaign, which was a very large social media campaign that that you and Henry initiated on Facebook and Twitter and blog. Incredible. And, and an incredible movement. Yeah. Incredible. And what, what what's really, really cool about this movement is this, real, it wasn't me. It, you know, Henry and his group um, of, of of friends that he met from ASI, the, the Autism Summer Institute, the, initially, um, one of his friends said, why have you started an I Stand with Henry campaign? I think someone had written a blog about I Stand with Henry after seeing mm-hmm. that, Amy Sequenzia, who um, writes for, for Ollie Bean, and then Emily Titan said, have you started an I Stand with Henry page? And Henry's like, uh, not yet, but I will. And then we, I helped him set it up initially, but it's been this, it's, that has been, even if this hadn't turned out so well, just, that part of having all of that positive, positive support from all over the world, mm-hmm. and reading the messages every day was mm-hmm. incredible for Henry and for me and for for everyone. They're just so positive, and um, it it was 
it was wonderful. And then the petition, the Autistic Self Advocacy Network kept helped with a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been great for Henry to have this really big support system. And yeah. Do you feel that did, did all of that make it have any influence on the school district in changing their minds? I'm curious how you got from sort of uh, <laughs> no unhelpfulness mm-hmm. to them being willing to go ahead and do this. That's always an interesting step for me because I know oftentimes we just feel like we're hitting our heads against the wall. Yeah. But yeah. eventually sometimes it makes a crack and then the yeah. whole thing falls apart. What was, yeah. How did you wind up managing to work with the school district uh, to, to get them an inclusive education? What Was there a turning point with them? Um. You know, I, I think that we had an amazing, amazing IEP team. Okay. And Mary Shue from the National Center on Inclusive Education has, um, it, Henry met Mary um, in 2010, 2000, yeah, 2010 or 11 at MIT. And just immediately clicked, and we, our, our whole family She's she's lovely and wonderful and um and and she was really the first one who suggested um why doesn't Henry go to the school across the street from her house and they're like well well I I don't I don't think they you know they they don't really do that here and um and it just seemed like such a a given and so we kind of have been working on this working toward it for mm-hmm. I guess it was summer of 2011 so last year that's when we started getting the homework and just kind of building toward this um, I think that there was probably a couple of factors that came into play about why they changed their mind on this mm-hmm. his IEP from his other school um, was not good and <laughs> it was a contested IEP. We, we left uh-huh. the meeting, um, the IEP meeting, without it being finished. Well, mm-hmm. you know, don't ever do that because um, <laughs> <laughs> and think that you can go to another school because uh-huh. um, if you don't, just because you don't sign it doesn't mean anything. And and that's one thing that we've learned through this whole experience that if you, if there's one thing that you need to do is take someone else with you to your IEP meetings mm-hmm. and um, and get your kids involved in the IEP meetings from a very early age, I think, as early as they can. I mean, this mm-hmm. is Henry's first year going. Um, mm-hmm. In the past, I'd been worried about him going because um, uh, I didn't want him to hear some of the stuff in the IEP. But here's something. Yeah. If you have stuff in an IEP that you don't want your kid to hear, it's the wrong IEP. Right. Yeah, you, you yeah, shouldn't point. have anything negative in the IEP. It should yeah, all mm-hmm. be positive. And right. um, so Mary Shu and Paul Kluth helped us with the this amazing IEP. And um, so, and he was retested. Um, he he did have to go through. Um, or we, we allowed him to go through, and he decided he wanted to. Um, the psychological testing, which was helpful, and he had some mm-hmm. scores that showed, you know, maybe he wasn't doing this other stuff in school because mm-hmm. he didn't have the right supports. And right. Um, and that's one thing that, you know, for if your child at home is one way and they're a different way at school, something isn't <laughs> right about the school environment, you know? Yeah. 
that yeah. that's pretty much exactly when when I got my daughter into inclusion was because at home she was very capable and wanting to do things, and at school I would hear, oh, she can't do anything by herself. It's like, well, yeah. she yeah. can. You have yeah. to just stop saying, oh, you poor little thing. Let me do that right. for you. Right, and that's, that's what a really Henry, good point. Henry said. You know that that to teachers and to parents, you know, please presume competence, and it's mm-hmm. hurt, you're hurting kids when you don't. And mm-hmm. that that when you're putting your child in an environment for eight hours a day, without mm-hmm. you, and they have even at, if at home they're so capable and can do so much. If you're in an environment where people can't think that people don't think that you're capable, just imagine mm-hmm. how horrible. I mean, it, it's hurtful to hear as a parent, but imagine if you're that person where yes. people don't think that you can do things. Mm-hmm. It, and that, I can't imagine what if for any kid with a disability or without a disability, if you put yeah. them in an environment where you, people don't believe in them, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a very different outcome and a self-fulfilling yeah. process. Oh, they'll yes, never learn absolutely. this. Okay, well, they won't if you don't teach it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so. very true. Let me let me get one more question yeah. in uh, for Henry here while we have or we're running out of time, unfortunately, because we could talk about this for hours. But <laughs> um, Henry, do you have any advice for our listeners for for other students who may be uh, facing the same struggle and for their parents? What um, advice would you give? And I I got Henry's um, the advice he'd written out. I, I just put it in there. The um, the to please presume competence that mm-hmm. that um, that you're hurting the kids um, if if you don't, and that that would be his biggest thing. And and to believe mm-hmm. in yourself. Mm-hmm. And what else did you write? Eight. Um, I have all of these things up. Um, to believe in yourself and know you can do it. Um, let's see. I'm sorry, guys. No, um, no, no. Okay. This is great. Um, let's see. I think presuming competence. Yeah, yeah presuming competence. Yeah, presume, that's presume, come. It, it really is. And that's been the, the, that seemed like such a given to me always. That yeah. Just because someone's body may move differently or their that that why would that why would you think that that impacted their brain and mm-hmm. that 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 and that's something that that also that Henry said that to make sure that you that the educators know that just because someone may not speak doesn't mean that they're not absorbing everything and they're <laughs> listening they're listening all the time yeah. and and even more so than some typically developing kids. I think right. that they're taking in, and Henry is very sensitive to everyone's attitudes, and mm-hmm. um, and you almost have to be because you become more self-protective too, because you want to. Um, it's yeah. just important to that everyone presume confidence. I couldn't agree with you more, Henry. And um, for parents, I think that read up on inclusive education. Mm-hmm. Listen to the inclusive class, and I didn't get my thank you into you guys because you've been such an enormous resource to our family over the last. Well, when when did you start? Last August, two thousand eleven. Yeah, I believe so. Yes, you were yeah. one of our first devoted listeners. You were. <laughs> you just helped so much, and yeah. um, just been incredible. And and yeah. Henry and I both love all your shows, and thank uh, you. 
really, really appreciated. And that's... Um, I feel like it's been a journey for us as well. <laughs> yeah, oh. which makes this conversation so much more meaningful, too. Well, you were there when I was first saying, well, what do I do about getting his device? And you would talk to people on the show and then Skype with me afterward about the – it's been very, very helpful. And I think that that all of us are trying to to learn and do the best we can all the time. And I'm I'm hopeful that that that's the situation for for Henry's um, school now, too, that they – and they do seem very, very excited about having him there now. So it's really and that's great. Right. Oh, oh, that's our school bell. You know what? Let oh, me okay. let me say goodbye to our live listeners. And Nicole, I know you had another question we wanted to ask Lori. We'll do yeah. that afterwards, so people who download can come and listen to it. It'll be a little bonus. Oh, hang on, hang on uh, the phone, bit. Lori. Hang on the phone, sure, Lori. Sure. After I say goodbye, okay? <laughs> sure, uh, sure. I want to thank you and Henry for being our guests today, and I would like to uh, thank our listeners for tuning into our program this morning. Uh, what what is the uh, the address of your website, Lori? Oh, um, OllieBean.com. O-L-L-I-B-E-A-N. Okay. And um, our show is going to be on vacation for two weeks, as Nicole said, and we will not be airing any live shows, but feel free to catch up on past shows on my blog at www.mamatude.blogspot.com. We will return on January 4th, 2013, with guest Robert Rowell Hudson, one of my favorite bloggers and authors. Uh, Robert has been a guest of ours, and we are thrilled to have him back. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter, where Nicole tweets under the name inclusive underscore class, and I am at Mamatude. And, Lori, what is your tag on uh, Twitter? Um, I'm at Ollie Bean, O-L-L-I-B-A-N, and Henry's at I Stand With Henry. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah, so. And uh, also our show is now available on Stitcher and iTunes as a podcast for free download. Uh, goodbye, everybody, and have a great week. And if you're listening to this on download, keep listening because we're going to go on for a little bit. Thank you. Um, let me put our outro music. Great. Okay, and now our bonus segment. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> the bonus features at the end. And Henry, Henry, Henry said thank you, and um, oh. he's going up with he has a dentist appointment. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah. Thank you. Well, we won't keep you for much longer. I just wanted no. to um, just ask you, and, you know, I know our audience is wanting to know as well, so what is the plan for Henry now? What what did you succeed oh. in obtaining, and what's, what's his education going to look like now? Well, he, um, we, as I said, we we met with the the counselor and the the school nurse, and he, we meet with the teachers and the new aide next week. Um, mm-hmm. He will start after the break and kind of go. Uh, Hill, Hillsborough County has exams after um, Christmas, so he'll go just half day at the beginning to kind of transition back into going to school and, and kind of getting used to everything there, mm-hmm. and then start academically after the exam. So he'll have a fresh start. He'll be a, with a new semester with everyone. And, right. um, you know, we've been uh, plugging along with the, the – we have the books. And um, uh, so he'll – he will have a full-time aid, which is wonderful. wonderful and yeah. um, And the kids in the neighborhood have just been – Awesome, and uh, that's the the thing that everyone. I, I think that Paula Cluse book, you, you're going to love this kid. Yeah. Once Henry's there, that the the teachers, every 
everyone loves Henry. He's a yeah, wonderful kid. Yeah. He's a nice yeah. guy, you know. Uh-huh. And yeah. um, why wouldn't you like him? Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's I just think an that, abstract that he's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A bunch, yeah, of, a bunch of things on a piece of paper. Then it's oh my gosh, that, you can't possibly deal with that. Well, that's the thing about the that. The, the IEPs when they're when all that is on a piece of paper you do see a kid go, oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah and and like I said the, with teachers we've never had an issue with any teacher mm-hmm. or any student or it's really just the the system and they don't do that here right now yeah. and yeah. Um, but I think they will and um, yeah. they're certainly doing doing it for Henry and they seem to have really embraced it and um, I mean it. it we're so happily surprised by the way everything's turned out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it, but, yeah. Uh, through all of your your ups and downs and your campaigning and your, uh, you know, the support that you've received and the knowledge, um, like you said, is really key. Having him go to the IEP meetings. Yeah. You're at a place now where he can actually go to his school across the street. I mean, hopefully mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that involved for most people because, right. I mean, you certainly your family has persevered and, you know, stuck to your 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 wants and desires for your child. And, and for that, you know, I mean, we would all do that for our children, but sometimes mm-hmm. it can be really intimidating when you're up against a school it, board of, you know, a large group of people. So It can um, be, and, yeah. and that's... That is the one bit of advice is to stick stick to it and to know that to connect with different inclusive organizations and mm-hmm. your show and to know that your what you're thinking is is done in other parts of the country and that mm-hmm. there's yes. a that there are a lot of resources and with the the swift grant that um that the n c i e and the Maryland coalition on inclusive education and Kansas University of Kansas or Kansas University just received that mm-hmm. $25 million, $5 million a year grant from the government to know those statistics, but to know mm-hmm. that that the, the – the, I'm sorry <laughs> – to know that um, um, to know that, that this really does help everyone's scores go up and that yeah. the, the Secretary the Duncan – Everyone benefits, and um, yeah. just to stand firm and to know that if people are saying, you know, this, this we do inclusion, but he can't come here, then that's not inclusion. Yeah. And to yeah. know the definitions of inclusion, and mm-hmm. to know that just because your child's included doesn't mean they have to do everything just like every other kid in the school. Right. Yeah. Such um, a great point. Um, and, and I, I'm just so. In- Impressed with oh, it too ahead. that that Henry was such a part of it that that oh. he developed such self advocacy and that's something I struggle with with my kids and now they're in college and trying to, to hand the ropes to them and teach them how to do it and it's something that they really didn't have when they were younger and even now they're not really all that interested in it yeah. but. Well, uh, and so it's then the parent is always having to guess, okay, what do I think is the best thing? And sh- right. I sure hope that's going to be what they want. For him right. to be able to say, this is what I want, go do this, that's right. awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. And, and you know, however had... you got him to that point, and the opportunities you gave him got him to that point, that was. Well, you know, amazing. that is really having other um, people with disabilities, too, as role models and mm-hmm. as mentors. And that. Yeah. 
you know, as much as, as a parent, we can think that we understand, and, and it hurts us when our child is discriminated against, of course, mm-hmm. because you're the parent. But to really to experience that yourself is a very different thing. To have experienced yeah. discrimination, to experience segregation, talk to people that have been there and see what they, how they experience that. And, and that's, that's been very key for Henry. And um, it, to see him empowered like that, to stand up for everything yeah. and to go to these meetings, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's been really wonderful. And we're really, really proud of him. And, um, yeah, I'm and just blown away by that. That will serve him very much in the, in the long run. I wanted to mention to our listeners that if they want to uh, see uh, Henry's blog post on the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network uh, site, it's at autisticadvocacy.org. And if you type Henry into the search box, his will be the first thing that comes up in the search results, Henry on Inclusion. So that's certainly worth reading. For Good for all of us, parents and educators, both to listen to the voices of the kids uh, yeah. when they are able and willing to speak. Um, and uh, to always consider that, as you say, to presume competence and to presume that they do know what they yes. want and that yeah. they do have an opinion yeah. on things and that we all need to listen to that. So thank you so much again, Lori, for being yes, here thank today. You, Lori. Uh, yes, thank you, Lori. It's been wonderful you guys. to talk to you and, and for being our fan from the beginning. Oh, of course. <laughs> You're wonderful. Nice you know, there was, when we were not sure somebody was out there, you would tweet about speaking to us while we, you were jogging, and it made us I was. Fun. I know. It, you really got me through a lot of runs, and I've been, I haven't been able to run as much because we're, we're lately, but I went on a run this morning, uh-huh. and I listened to one of your, your – I, I think I've, I've probably your – I am your number one fan. I've listened to everything. I love it. I love it. (laughs) And we yours. So thank you you so much, and I hope we'll get a chance to talk with you again soon. Yeah, Uh, happy holidays. uh, Happy holidays, and happy holidays to all our listeners. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. Happy holidays. Bye-bye, guys.